welcome to the Property Portfolio Podcast with Mark Stokes and Nigel Green. Every week we inspire and guide you towards success in the world of property development, mentorship and fundraising. Before we jump into today's episode, a reminder to join us at equacademy.co.uk where you can gain free access to hundreds of videos and templates to help you on your property development journey. Morning, Nigel. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. And good morning to every one of you joining us this morning. Hope you're all well. Yeah, hopefully you've got your porridge and your, your cup of tea. <laughs> green green tea, Nigel. I'm trying to shed a bit of timber. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine, yes, mine isn't. Mine's kind of a milky white. I, I, like, I like, like a bit of tea with my milk, I have to say. But there we go. Good. Welcome to every one of you and uh, the ramblings of Mad Men this morning. So uh, the last one of 2020, Nigel. Oh my goodness, and what a year it's been. Incredible, hasn't it? And uh, we weren't weren't doing these webinars uh, a year ago. In fact, uh, not many of us knew the, the word Zoom, did we? No, 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 absolutely. Let alone Zoom attire. Indeed, indeed. Nobody's allowed to stand up anymore, are they? I was just saying, good morning, Paul. Uh, If you want anything, ask us any questions or say good morning to us, just pop them in the chat box. That's what we'll be going through and we'll try and pick up any any questions that you might have uh, along the way. So good morning, Liz, morning, Leeford, Jonathan, Jean-Marc, Gloriana, David, lots of Davids, Um, Charlie, Chris. Uh, Kaz, morning Caroline, hi Ash, hi Kaz, Charles, lots and lots of people joining us. So yes, I mean we are heading towards our our close this Friday Um, and it's always good to have that point of reflection isn't it, that two weeks off, if you can, I mean I've spent 20 odd years in corporate life and that's quite often when we'd be doing shutdowns of power stations and data centres over over Christmas and New Year, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, it's it's nice to just have that period. I think just to just to reflect and uh, refresh. I think is more importantly and get your head back in the space and ready for twenty twenty one. And that's what we're after. That yeah. driving forward and the the if you if you know anything about Nigel and I we're highly driven um, and we're we're working with our mentees to really drive from the fourth of January onwards yeah a massive acceleration because the one thing there will be in twenty twenty there'll be more challenges but there's going to be a huge array of opportunities and we want to be ready for those don't we but yeah absolutely right and um, you know and I, and I firmly believe it I think there will be opportunities and. It will come about um, and we just need to grasp it. We need to be out there. You know, we, we need to be front and centre with all the all the network to make sure when something drops, it comes in our direction. And that's that's absolutely key. And, um, you know, a lot of hard work is going into that just now. Um, a lot of calls, a lot of Zoom calls have been booked with, with the agents just to kind of refresh uh, the wants and needs for 2021. And it's, it's ever-changing, isn't it? You know, the landscape changes. So it's you know it's important to continue to check in with with your network and just just align them really with what you're you're looking for your thoughts your ideas and you know feedback from them as well because you know some of these individuals are at the coalface literally you know talking to those building owners directly um, you know but um, yeah 
yeah, carrying that exactly. momentum from 2020. So uh, yep. we can't really say a lot about them at the moment, but we're we're just about to exchange on on one, waiting for the valuation report back. So that'll be probably just after Christmas now, won't it? When we exchange, I think so. I think so. And, yeah. Uh, Everything seen seen in you know since obviously the lockdown. It's just taken a little bit more time, hasn't it? And and I think it's important to build that that time cushion. I mean, we we had a session uh, a fair few months ago about contingency, didn't we? And I think this is a good example where we just need to build a little bit of cushion in there, you know. And and you know, you never you never pull off driving the supply chain or you know driving the members of that needed to deliver and serve you, but um, at least you know you've got a couple of weeks sort of kind of built in just to take up the slack, as it were. And at this time of year, you know, people are uh, kind of winding down as well. Um, I think in some cases, industry is winding up and people are winding down and the two don't necessarily meet very well. So, um, you know, it's in, important to keep pushing and, uh, you know, get these things over the line. So that that session Nigel referred to, I think it was about yeah about, about uh, eight or nine weeks ago, yeah. about contingency um, in the deal analytics. Many of you listening will be aware of the the Equidea now in version fifty nine, I think it is. Um, so we we went through you know the the minimum ten contingencies that you need when analysing any deals. And uh, look, there's there's always going to be change. There's going to be things that uh, broadside you from time to time. We want to minimise those as much as possible. So uh, if you go to uh, Equa Academy, um, if you go to the Equa Academy Facebook group, you'll see in the pinned post there, the, the top post, you'll see how to gain access to all the recordings of all of these sessions. And we've also got about 250 other recordings and there is a, a specific recording on contingencies there, on how you approach the Equidea. Um, so there's a whole bank of information there. So go to Equa Academy Facebook group. For those of you who have already logged in, you go to equaacademy.co.uk and uh, hop into the members portal and uh, you'll be able to find that information there. So already loads of top tips for you. Um, but yeah, 2020, I mean, that's that's proven to us, hasn't it, that um, <laughs> Lee Merchants just said, um, uh, Christmas binge watch. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Lee, good morning to you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that's what most people got planned for Christmas, but uh, yeah, a subtle drop in, just yeah. in to disperse across your Netflix array of uh, <laughs> watch lists. Well, what are you watching at the moment, Mark? You know, I am watching uh, Drive to Survive, the the Formula One uh, Netflix, which, oh, is, which is brilliant. You know, followed through mm. a season. I saw it a couple of years ago, and uh, so watching that, um, I, d- I did have a quick look at Ozark, but it wasn't really for me, really. And yourself? Um, yeah, a bit behind the times, but uh, kind of catching up with Suits. To be honest, quite enjoying that. So uh, everybody needs a Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. So um, we mentioned contingency and we mentioned 2020 has been changed, but there's been a lot of opportunity and we've seen a lot of lot of progress and transformation. And we were we were totting up, weren't we? Some of the progress um, our mentees have made. I mean, we've made some amazing progress ourselves, but you know, it, it, it kind of overshadowed by the huge progress the mentees have made. Um, and some of those are just quite incredible. 
They are. They are absolutely. And, you know, I mean, we reflect back and, you know, obviously this year has been dominated by, you know, the, the current, the C word, hasn't it? And, you know, affected people in all different ways. And um, <clears throat> certainly this, this time last year, Mark, we were, we were thinking about our, you know, our training support business and how we can, if you like, more effectively serve, serve our clients. And um, we were certainly looking at going more online <clears throat> to create those platforms and, you know, that content. So you could kind of just go into the library. You know, we talk about Netflix, but that's kind of what you want, isn't it? You know, if you've got a specialist issue that you're dealing with in the moment, you want to go to the library and pull that book and and just refresh, you know, on the on the content and the details. So that's that was our aspiration certainly this time uh, last year and uh, and you know we, more momentum kicked in January and we we kind of rolled our sleeves up and got stuck in didn't we and, and yeah 250 items of content later you know the Equa portal um, is out there for everybody and indeed the the mentees get a you know a, a further access to to part of it as well so so that was that was really good I mean I mean since since that point I mean the the you know, ours kind of, we almost got it like a blank piece of paper again. And, you know, how can we serve people better? And, um, you know, we, we brought into, into force the Echo Academy, um, you know, with a new mentorship program. And, and since then, and certainly 2020, you know, brought on, you know, quite a new, um, you know, number of cohorts of mentees. I mean, I think we're up to kind of 30 additional ones, you know, in 2020, in addition to the existing numbers um, that are kind of renewing every year, but towards triple figures now, which is yeah, uh, amazing yeah. community of, it of is. speakers and highly driven people. Absolutely, um, you know, and we kind of rec- record. I mean, it's good statistical data to kind of reflect on each year, but you know, we do keep a, a watching brief on in, indeed, you know, the amount of calls we have and the time and that sort of thing, and. Um, Got a bit of a run of statistics. Um, hopefully, keep everybody awake on this one. But it's it's just interesting statistics, and then we'll move on to kind of the results. You know what people have uh, achieved, which is just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So, I mean, with the, with the thirty new parties coming on board, we the, the way the program works is we'll have a strategy call. So there's um, you know typically one to two hours of, of strategy, and it's kind of blank piece of paper, complete drains up what people are looking for, what the end game is. You know, tracking. You know, if it's it's monetary if it's a just a particular objective they want to achieve we get it all down and then once we've got it down you know we define time scales and then from those time scales kind of work back to what do we do monday morning to to track towards those objectives so those strategy calls you know one to two hours you know we've done 30 of those in the last uh, last 12 months the da training as well you know the the equa da um you know, a full-on session, one-to-one. We've, we've kind of migrated into one-to-many now, so we have monthly webinars which deal with the DA training, you know, Q&A, and also it helps me, to be honest, in as we're doing the updates, you know, dealing with legislation changes and, you know, we've, st- we've seen stamp duty holidays and all sorts of things coming in, and it's important to reflect that and change that within the, the, an- the analytics that we're um, reflecting on over any particular project. So... So the updates, the webinars help me to, to kind of broadcast those updates, but also, you know, to, to train, uh, you know, everybody, if you like, at the same time. So we do that every month now. But 20, 2020s, you know, we've done 120 hours of training uh, around uh, the Equidea, 60 sessions at two hours. Um, we also check in um, with 
with our mentees on the program quarterly. It's important to almost have a bit of a drains up every quarter, you know, and, and it's what it's trying to do. It's trying to keep people on the rails, keep them totally focused. And there is, and I think we can all hold our hands up to this, that there is a tendency to kind of drift off you know, off the track, you know, new things come about and you think, oh, well, that'll be interesting. And you go off here, but, it, but what it does, it dilutes the focus. So the quarterly sessions to bring them all back in again. <clears throat> but, um, you know, we also, as a group, and, the, and we have some wonderful sessions, Mark, don't we? You know, every, every fortnight, a couple of hours, tends to follow the breakfast session, actually, this session. So every two weeks, we had one last week. Um and everybody's online and, you know, we just pick a subject and we, we go through it and, you know, there's accountability matters on there. You know, people are updating where they are. People are helping each other, the sharing, there's joint ventures going on in, in the group, all sorts of things, which is absolutely just, just amazing. Uh, really, really, really enjoy those, those fortnightly sessions. And last session, we, um, we discussed uh, your individual wealth dashboard, didn't we? Your yeah, tracking tool that tracks every aspect and it turned into a bit of a workshop didn't it which was fantastic it did. Um, and the results of that are now being distributed out to the mentees so yeah it's yeah. phenomenal uh it's great and everybody it touched something for everybody and everybody walked away with absolutely yeah. I- including ourselves quite frankly including yeah. ourselves there was a couple of nuggets that came up there in a group and that's the power of a group isn't it you know, to, to just share experiences and opportunities and everybody can benefit. So that's just just wonderful. And and some of those I've implemented and uh, I've actually saved a few quid in my own personal economy. So, you know, thanks to the group. Brilliant. So, so yeah, um, you know, we, we also have uh, monthly um, mentorship calls, don't we, one-to-one? Uh, it's obviously on a Zoom or it can be a phone call, but we've done 320 hours of mentorship calls over the last uh, 12 months, which is just great. And then... You know, it's getting a bit geeky now, but, you know, in terms of allow people to contact us through WhatsApp, texts, emails, you know, whatever, you know, we'll respond accordingly. 2,750 items of content there in terms of transactions over the year. But why say all that? Why say all that? Because it's all about the results, Mark, isn't it? You know, and, um, you know, did you want to pick up some of the the points with the uh, achievements? Been tracking um, the the results there, so we've got well over a hundred HMO rooms, around about 130, 135 HMO rooms that our mentees have have produced, got to work, providing, you know, quite often key worker accommodation. So really making an impact in in the in the economy in the the market. So we've done some amazing things, uh, around about fifty five. Uh, buy-to-lets, apartments, houses, you know, that that category of new product that's that's hit the market. And they're the ones, not the ones in construction, they're the ones that have actually been achieved and released. Uh, about 13 commercial properties have been acquired, some in, in a SaaS. And you know, we're very passionate about our SaaS. Um, so some in people's SaaS, um, others outside of our, uh, the SaaS. Uh, eight commercial to residential cons- conversions of varying sizes, and this isn't including ours. I mean, we did a uh, got a very large one over the line of, of 57 units in West London. It's got a GDP of, of close to 20 million. Um, uh, but you know, this is our our mentees who are actually doing this. You know, it's just phenomenal. Private capital. You know, would you like to raise six million of private capital? Well, that's what our mentees did. During the year, over six million. Um, bank funding, 
in excess of 28 million of bank funding. GDVs of about 42 million overall of all of these things. And there have been 24 new SaaS trustees. Now, we don't promote SaaS. We're passionate about it. And we want people know, to know the tough questions to ask to make sure if SaaS is right for them. But 24 new SaaS trustees have, uh, have decided you know, that, that uh, SaaS is, is the right way for them. Um, uh, we couldn't actually put a number on the amount of capital allowances that our, uh, our group have claimed, but you know, definitely uh, well north of a, a million plus, um, which again is just phenomenal from a tax position. And whatever we do, I mean, we're about working smart, not not just working hard and driven. And uh, tax efficiency is, uh, is is a constant point of reference for us, Nigel. It, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And you know, and I think um, you know, we we've seen also some joint ventures as well, Mark, haven't we, in the group? Uh, which again, it, it was fab. You know, it, it's that you know people that have got complementing skills. You know, there might be a party that's you know got some money to deploy, but want, hasn't got the time, and somebody you know, and just bringing those parties together uh, to do JVs amongst the group. So uh, yeah, really, really, really exciting at the moment. So here's a here's a, a top tip for, for for everybody who's listening here. If you think of where we are, we just mentioned tax efficiency. We're now mid-December, you know, we're, the, the world's, you know, one week away from uh, a well-needed Christmas break. But for many, that's about three and a half months away from their end of their tax year in their companies, in their personal life. Now, many, many will be rushing to do tax returns for, you know, the, the end of uh, December, or end of January deadlines. Um but set out a tax plan for yourself. You know, try and get those tax returns done, you know, substantially early enough. Get your, um, uh, you know, accounting systems online. Be able to forecast what your end result looks like. It's not about getting to the end of the year and then working out how much tax you've, you've, uh, you're going to have to pay. Not at all. You. Every quarter, half year, three quarters of the way through the year, you want to be forecasting what your end position is because tax isn't a certainty. Okay, we need to be tax efficient. So if you've got time on your side, you can see where corporation tax, income tax um, uh, bills are, are going to be, what your, your um, uh, uh, response liability is going to be. There are things you can do about that. And we work tirelessly on that. And increasingly, we're seeing our mentees achieve huge tax savings. Now, we all want to pay tax. You know, tax is good for society, but we want to pay in line with what the rules say we have to pay. Um, so a little bit of knowledge is uh, is dangerous. A lot of knowledge with great skills uh, wrapped around you is, is just incredibly important. And we've got a great session in January, haven't we, with, with our personal accountant, Nigel, and yep. one of our company accountants. Absolutely. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Third week in January, we're going to do a really deep dive there. And I know you're going to be inspired by that session. Mm, absolutely. And yeah, we, we took a we took feedback from um, um, the session we had with Richard Kennedy um, you know, last last week. And, and this is this is kind of the 2021 program. So we, we would like to bring a guest speaker in, you know, at the end of each month. Uh, just to mix it up and get you know a, a new fresh opinion and, and what have you. So, and and we found that um, 
creating a platform where we can interview them, you know, ask, ask some key questions, some, sometimes very, very deep questions, you know, for them, for, for them to answer. Um, we, we got some great feedback last week, didn't we, Mark, that, um, uh, the, there was, there was one uh, lady that uh, mentioned to us that she'd, she'd seen this person, you know, present on stage, um, a number of times <laughs> and, um, but just to, just to listen to them without any slides, but just to answer questions that were raised, you know, thought, thought provoking questions, following the journey from the start to the end. It was almost like, you know, they got to know them a lot better in that, in that forum. So we're going to continue with that. And we're going to, we're going to put, as I say, Chris is next up. He's, I think it's 27th of January. So, um, he'll be coming along and, um, you know, we'll be sitting him on the chair and we'll be interviewing him um, about his, you know, his background and, you know, what his, his goals, his objectives are, you know, in business and, um, you know, how he helps his clients. And, um, you know, indeed, we had a session with him. It was last week, wasn't it? Friday, you know, we had a session. Uh, the subject of tax efficiency, which was, uh, you know, again, very, very interesting and thought-provoking. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this year um, we've made leaps and bounds on um, looking at our cost reductions, and I guess we all have, you know, in one way, shape, or form, whether that's been enforced by COVID or, or not. Um, but you know, maximising our cost reductions, what's not living an austere life necessarily, um, but also ensuring we've got the cost in the right place, making sure we've got robust expense policies in place into our various companies. Uh, making sure we're we're VAT efficient, all these things, um, and uh, I mean, many of our mentees have, have fed back that they've just had fantastic transformation and cost. In fact, we had one chat. Do you remember Nigel back in back in February? We were having a chat with one particular person, and they needed to reduce their cost base significantly, and they reduced it by around about twenty twenty five percent. Now that's a lot of cost to reduce out of your economy. Yep. If you're currently at 100% cost, dropping it down to 75%, I mean, that is a big old wedge. And they they really couldn't get any lower than that. And then we had a chat with them about three to four months you know, uh, afterwards. We'd been through COVID. It was now sort of June, early July time. And, uh, and they'd managed to reduce another 30% off their cost base. I mean, they pretty much halved their cost base in a six-month period. Now, that was quite exceptional circumstances, but it just goes to show that, you know, that, again, there's a, an opportunity. A lot of people have had some very tough times and, uh, you know, embracing the tough times and trying to you know, see it with a glass half full. Absolutely. Reduction. Absolutely. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to impact your lifestyle. You know, it, all all it is, it's questioning and testing every single amount of, um, you know, cost that's going out monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it is. It's just questioning it and keeping it front and centre, and just making sure that, um, you you know, you are very very efficient. I mean, I've I, you know, I've got a story. You know, my 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 father, uh, my late father, actually, he, um, um, you know, when when he did pass on um we we took over his affairs you know in, in terms of that side of things and he, he had a you know it was a it was a mercedes a-class i think at the time and uh, he'd had it for probably about 15 years something like this you know just put around to the shops and, and all those sort of things and i i took over the car and 
you know, look, looked at what he was paying in terms of insurance. And, and bless him, you know, in his, <clears throat> I mean, he, I don't think he had a, well, I, I can't remember him having an accident in his, in his entire life, you know, and he was in his 80s when he, when he passed away. And um, his insurance premium was uh, getting onto a thousand pounds, Mark, a thousand pounds. And and what had happened was he was, you know, he was a trusting individual, and he saw, um, you know, people that renew consistently that they would be rewarded. So there was no need to check in and just make sure the efficiency was there. And he just renewed every year for fifteen years. You know, I went back to the insurance company to get myself and my sister onto the insurance, and we paid kind of hundred ninety quid. But doesn't it show it's an, it's an example, isn't it? And, you know, it is, it is, you know, it is awkward and it's tough and it gets in the way of having to renew utility bills and these sort of things and on the supermarket.com and all, all the rest of it and other, other platforms are available. Um, but, you know, it, it is one of those, but it, it can literally save hundreds and hundreds of pounds, uh, you know, every, every month, which, which makes a dent. Yeah all those little changes and we, we talk every single week sometimes multiple times during the week don't we about shaving little little bits of advantage all the time and that's you know i think it's remaining grounded remaining humble knowing that we're never at perfection ever um no, no, no. okay should we just have a quick look at some some questions here so charlie's got a great question actually um, let me just summarise that. So he, he owns a uh, development um, and he's looking at transferring it down into a SPV um, uh, for various reasons, primarily um, so that the bank's debenture, and remember a bank has three forms of security traditionally, personal guarantees, a debenture and first charge on the, on the property. Um and he wants to make sure that the debenture that they take is only on um, the, prop, uh, the the company that the property's in. So, Charlie, yes, if you take the property that's in the limited company, if you set up a wholly owned subsidiary and transfer that uh, property down into your development company, um, so a wholly owned subsidiary does what it says on the tin. It, it's 100% of the share ownership is owned by the, the top co. Um, by transferring it down, and this is the nub of his question, um, how do you do the title transfer and make it cost effective? And um, will you get group stamp duty relief on that? And we did a mentorship session uh, a few weeks ago, you know, in the specific details of this. Um, but group stamp, stamp duty relief by transferring down into a wholly owned subsidiary, that's the kind of route you, you probably want to explore. But it's, this isn't about uh, telling you what the structure should be. I don't know the circumstances, but, um, you know, it's uh, knowing which tough questions to ask. Um, and uh, the quality that we all advance is dependent on the quality of the questions that we ask. Um, so great question there, Charlie. Hopefully that's, uh, that's helpful for you. Um, Chris, morning, Chris. Hope you're well. Um, Chris asks a question here. What opportunities do we see in 2021? Which is a fantastic question. Glasses half full, lots of opportunity, lots of further change. So any any thoughts, Nigel, on some of the opportunities that await us? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have actually. Um, <clears throat> and I'd look forward to uh, reflecting back at this time next year to, to make sure my, my predictions are, uh, are realised. But I, I do believe, you know, stock is going to become more available. Um, you know, I think 
you know, I think the coronavirus and the, the lockdown, and I think it's shown a lot of businesses a different way. I, I think they they've seen that yes, people are working from home, and you know, and probably equally as productive. Um, you know, those sort of things. So there's a lot from a business owner's point of view or, or a building owner's perspective. You know, I, I think there's a different way of working these days. So, you know, very excited about opportunity. And I'm, to be honest, I'm starting to see it more and more in my inbox. Opportunities dropping in, you know, at, at a greater frequency. So that being the case, and and if it, if it is to continue, you know, I see that as a an opportunity um, going forward, which is which is great. I think there's there's kind of a bit of a health warning with that. I mean, clearly, I'm referring here to commercial conversions. I think we just need to be mindful of the feedback we got from lockdown, and, the, and this was all about outside space. So, you know, if you if you do a development, as it were, you know, maybe consider, um, you know, on the ground floor of the block, maybe just just kind of going out into the, you know, grabbing a bit of land, if you like, and, and creating some garden space on the ground floor, the upper floors, maybe balconies, balconies, so people can just get out and put a chair and a table out there, those sorts of things. And it's just slightly pivoting, you know, the product. Um, but nonetheless, I think, um, you know, it's still, you know, it's, it's front and centre in terms of the demand curve, um, you know, the, the one-bedroom flats, the two-bedroom flats, and so on and so forth. You know, are certainly up there, but we, you know, we're we're starting to mix it up a bit in more land developments as well. So, you know, building houses, um, you know, not not necessarily more the executive houses, but you know, more the two, two three bedroom properties, um, more mainstream. You know, we don't want to get into the executive market necessarily. Um, you know, but I, so I see that as the opportunity in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a great point. You know, the the changes this year, you know, I think more and more people in in certain areas need that or want that extra community space, you know, the back gardens, the driveway to park their cars. And and some of our new build houses that we're doing at the moment are are two-bedroom new build houses. They're they're not affordable homes with a capital A, um, but they're accessible, financially accessible uh, properties for uh, you know the, the the next generation coming through, and and that's that's a wonderful. You know, that's the, right at the heart of creating shared value, which is a spearhead of our strategy. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I think it's it's not to underestimate. I think wherever we are, whatever year, we're, we're always going to be hit by challenges. You know, things are always going to come over the uh, over the horizon that we've got to deal with, and I, I think it becomes a test to resolve. And and in some cases collaboration, you know, to to overcome the issues that um, are presented. And you know, if if we went into twenty twenty one thinking it's all going to be rosy, I think that would be a foolish approach. So you know, I think we just need to be mindful that you know things um, things could come at us, um, but just be open minded. Um, you know, be collaborative um, and and just get things done. You know, from that perspective, we have got a, a great example. I think. Um, I think there's a book in this, Mark, but, um, you know, we, we closed on a deal during the, during lockdown, didn't we? Uh, you know, this year, um, it was uh, Einbridge House uh, based in kind of West London, Hanwell area. So 28,000 square foot uh, commercial conversion. And we, uh, you know, per the plan, you know, we exchanged contracts kind of mid to the end of January with a view to having a delayed completion um, at the end of March. And little did we know 
<laughs> the world was going to kind of lock down. And um, that was, although it was, you know, it was a tough time, you know, everybody dug deep. And when I'm talking everybody, I'm talking everybody from the lenders to the solicitors to the, you know, the seller, uh, obviously ourselves, our investors, just dug so deep because we couldn't get anything done, could we, literally, because everybody was, you know, they were all remote and they couldn't get access and, you know, just getting things signed and, and what have you. And we see signable popping up more and more, don't we? And I think that's a reaction to what happened. And perhaps, do, you remember, um, do you remember our solicitor didn't go on furlough? They oh. went furlough for two weeks, bless that's her. Incredible. incredible. I mean, amazing commitment. And, yeah. and that's the power of having a phenomenal team behind you. Absolutely. You know, I, I recall having, you know, um, uh, conference calls and Zoom calls at the weekends, you know, to resolve these these matters. Um, you know, bumps in the road all the way along because, you know, you're dealing with multiple parties. They've all got multiple effects of, or, or sorry, reactions to what, what has happened or what had happened. And um, just overcoming it. We, we called it the whack-a-mole, didn't we? So it was every time you know, you probably see the party game where the the bowl comes up and you have to whack it with a hammer. It felt like that every single day, but we got it done and everybody got it done together, you know. And we couldn't have done that on on our own. And you know, I I kind of reflect on that and and just to say that you know we've got probably got a you know a few things ahead of us. Nobody knows, do we? Nobody's got that crystal ball. But just be just be very very open-minded be very open with people if you've got if you've got challenges or issues just share them and generally there's a way out there isn't there there's a way to resolve pretty much anything that comes at you and uh, i think uh, as i say we'll look forward to the book coming on that one yeah and talking to you, um, <laughs> we've got a new book coming out <laughs> new book coming out we've set the launch day for friday the 29th of january and so that's property and sas secrets so that's going to be uh, a book which focuses on, and you know what we're about when we when we write books. It's about the detail. It's not going to be your, your three-step system here. This is about the detail of how you can apply SaaS and property together. Now, whether you're acquiring property outside of a SaaS, inside of a SaaS, whether you've got a pension, whether you haven't got a pension, it doesn't matter. It applies these to every scenario we could think of, whether you're acquiring vitalettes or HMOs, whether your strategy service accommodation, commercial property, commercial to residential, lease options, buying land, planning games, <laughs> and the others as well. So every strategy there. So Friday the 29th of January, um, that's going to be really special. Mm, and talk, talking of books... We're doing something, again, very special with our mentees. Um, we're doing a couple of new things uh, with our Equa Mentorship Group this year, which, uh, uh, which we haven't done before. Um, we've got a retreat, so details are going to be launched uh, uh, just in the early part of January on a retreat. So that's going to be really exciting as the world starts opening up again, um, getting you know, some quality time together. Catching a few rays as well, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, doesn't it, as the old saying goes. So uh, we'll have some good fun there. But, you know, if you're interested in a retreat, just just pop a note retreat in the uh, in, in the chat box there. And, uh, and then secondly, um, we are going to be um, giving everybody the opportunity um, to help us with our next book, which is going to be 
uh, Advice to Your Younger Self, Volume 2. If you remember Volume volume 1, uh, which had 49 incredible chapter authors, uh, Nigel and I both contributed to the book, and so did many of our mentees. So what we're now going to be doing is inviting our mentees to write a chapter as well. So somebody's mentioned here uh, about getting some advice on writing a book. Uh, again, if you want advice to write in a book, um, we will give that to you as part of being a, a mentee. That's not a problem. You can also write a chapter. And we really want everybody, doesn't matter what your experiences are, everybody can contribute to that. And uh, imagine holding a book that you're part of the authorship group of that book and presenting that for an Easter present or a Christmas present or just a personal gift to one of your children. That is incredibly special. In fact, you, when you wrote uh, your chapter, Nigel, you involved your children, didn't you? In terms of, I, I did uh, absolutely. It was it was a great process. Terrifying to start with because <laughs> it's like you know what is the story? You know, and you kind of start with the first word, don't you? And it just grows and evolves and and what have you and. Yeah, I used, um, um, well, I asked my, my two daughters to, to proofread it for me. And uh, I think they were quite inspired by you know, what they read, um, not only picking up the punctuation issues and spelling mistakes, but, you know, they, uh, they kind of worked that through. And that was a great way for me to, um, I, I guess, involve them in my, my journey as well, my story, my backstory. You know, some, some of the parts they probably heard in passing, you know, but just to just kind of to lay it out it was, it was a wonderful process and very therapeutic i have to say and it's it's there as i say on the bookshelf now for forevermore which was fantastic and you know and when we when we got to the point of you know it was you purposely put volume one on there because we saw that it was so powerful um you know just to get out there you go there you go volume one that's it and and all proceeds go to charity by the way and it was you know again there's a number of charities that benefited from the the book sales, which is just incredible. But yeah, so volume two came about and we thought, you know what, there's no, there's no better people that we know um, that should, you know, should have the opportunity of, of kind of making the mark in history and within this book and, and the mentee group was it, wasn't it, Mark? And, you know, these are people that have just taken huge, huge action you know, the fantastic people, they're going to do amazing things. And, you know, just to share that journey and indeed their sh- their journey to date, you know, with others to be able to read and, and pick up all the nuggets. Uh, we thought, you know, it didn't take long to make that decision, did it? Absolutely. No, no, not. You know, many are up for it. So it's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely packed. And there's lots more. Nigel mentioned he's doing an Equidea uh, monthly session now, and that was last Friday, I think it was. You had a big attendance on that. Uh, I'm also going to be doing one on raising private capital. So we've raised about 23 million over the last four years. Um, So we've learned a few things uh, over uh, over that time, and we want to share that with you. So a lot of the frequently asked questions are how to find deals, how to raise the private capital, how to analyze the deals. So we're doing those in a, a, a Zoom webinar for our mentees every month. So the first one of those, I think it's the 22nd of January off the top of my head uh, on raising private capital as well. So if you're interested in becoming part of the uh, mentorship group, I've just dropped a link in a calendar link into the chat box. Just click a link there and uh, no obligation, just book a call 
have, have half an hour book call with, with me personally, and um, we can get to know each other and see if equimentorship is right for you. Now, our prices are increasing uh, on the 1st of January. Sorry, we've, we've got to do that. Um, we're almost up to capacity. Um, but uh, if you book a call um, before the 31st of December, uh, irrespective of that we're actually having the call in early January, then we'll hold our prices. So just book a call and that will save you £1,000 just by doing that. Um, so enough said on that. There's the link. Um, just click there and it'll go straight to my diary and just pick a, uh, a slot. We're finishing on Friday, but there might be a couple of slots still available this week and I'd love to have a chat with you and see if it's right for you. So it's going to be a pretty monumental uh, year, 2021, Nigel. I mean, just think of the progress that people have made running through those numbers. Um, those opportunities, you I mean, permitted development, the communal space there, the new builds, commercial to residential will, will always be there in terms of repurposing ageing yeah. buildings. You mentioned Richard Kennedy. You know, supported living is a... Is a really big part of, of our strategy. In fact, so big that Nigel and I personally invested in Cornerstone Place. Um, so we have many commercial properties. Uh, in fact, we're hoping to complete on one in January, um, which will create, you know, as part of our contribution, we want to create 10 million homeless bed nights over the next 20 years. Now, Nigel and I personally can't do that. We've got a lot going on. So we invested in great people. And we've always done that over the years, Nigel, haven't we? We've always invested in teams, invested in people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Property business, it's a, it's a people business. And uh, with David and Richard. It is. It is. And, and, you know, over the years come across some just amazing people. And, you know, and we've achieved some big stuff, haven't we, over, over the years, you know, it, it, you know, across the globe, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not, it's not us. It's it, the teams have delivered it. You know, I mean, yes, okay, we need to be really careful about how we bring the teams together and kind of getting down to the chemistry as well, um, you know, and the abilities. But, you know, it's, it's those guys and girls that have, have, have achieved the amazing things, that, you know, we've done. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's, um, it's, re it's a really important point. Excellent. Good stuff. So we're, we're nearly out of time. Two or three minutes left. Time for a couple of other questions if there are any. So just drop them in there. But, you know, what an incredible year it's been in. Uh, you know, it's had its highs and lows this year. Um, you know, and uh, sadly, that you know, what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It couldn't be any, any truer in 2020. But we've got the vaccine coming. You know, if people are sensible over Christmas, um, you know, we're, we're all as efficient as we possibly can be with our time. Um, let's not lose that efficiency. Let's... Uh, Let's have a have a good hard think over Christmas. Um, turn the bike around, as as we say, and charge into twenty twenty one. So, if you want to book a call with Nigel or myself, just go to that link uh, in there, and it'd be wonderful to have a chat with you. There is going to be so many opportunities there. We are absolutely racked and stacked with with opportunities. In fact, Nigel, you've got another key offer going in today, haven't you? And hopefully we can get the yes before Christmas. Fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> so we're constantly working through. Uh, one of our mentees yesterday just got their first commercial to residential conversion. 
Yeah. Uh, and they were very tenacious in how they did that, weren't they? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, he'll be sharing uh, how he did that with the mentorship group, which is the first Thursday back, or seventh, seventh of January. Oh, sixth of January. Sorry. Um, so uh, we're going to be hearing about uh, how he converted his first commercial to residential conversion and got that secured. So, uh, so fantastic. Well, Nigel, that's drawing the curtains on 2020 uh, and our, our last uh, breakfast webinar of 2020. But 2021 is going to be renewed vigour and enthusiasm. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to be taking these recordings and we're going to be also turning them into a podcast. Uh, many of you have said, look, Zoom's great, but also I'd like a bit more flexibility on how I can listen. Um, so we're going to be turning these into a podcast as well. So not only can you see us, you can also listen to us when you're in the gym or uh, out for your walk as well at your convenience. So uh, yet another exciting uh, release in January. I'll tell you what, January is just going to be incredible, isn't it? absolutely absolutely but you know all all hugely efficient uh, changes and you know it's just going to improve everything isn't it and you know we 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 want those stories i mean just just speaking to uh you know a father and son uh group uh only last week wasn't it you know in 2020 as mentees have increased their gdv by it was just circa 13 million wasn't it you know, just absolutely incredible. We just want more of this because, you know, their success is our success. So, you know, that's what we want. Yeah, it's brilliant. Kaz has said, is this my North Star? <laughs> <laughs> Things are reflecting off my forehead, I'm not sure. <laughs> what it is, it's a highly energy efficient, therefore tax efficient LED light. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, thanks for that, Kaz. Uh, and thanks, uh, Ed and Scott and uh, Chris and everybody for for um, your your Christmas wishes. And uh, yeah, thanks, Uncle. We, we just wish everybody a very merry Christmas Absolutely. Absolutely. and a fantastic 2021. Indeed. And see you on the other side. Yep. So book that call. Let's have a chat. Have a wonderful Christmas. And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, on Monday, the fourth of January. You take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Property Portfolio Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that it inspired you on the next leg of your journey. If you've got any questions or comments, why not reach out to us at our Facebook page, Equa Academy. Also, don't forget to register for free access to hundreds of property development videos and templates over at equaacademy.co.uk and we'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you.